This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hello you miserable bastards and welcome to the Misery Hunters podcast. My name is Jamie Coburn and joining me today is Craig Devine. Hello. Ross Davidson isn't here. Uh, I did say I was going to make up some crazy lie about why he wasn't here but I, I couldn't think of anything that was right. that bad. He's, some of the contenders was a, he slipped on a cucumber or yeah. uh, coronavirus. But he, he, well, he's, he's sick, it might be coronavirus. I don't know if he's an anti-masker, he seems the type. <laughs> he's probably just raging after that fucking performance at the weekend. Yeah, he's still angry and he's still fighting people on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> opening question for for yourself, because uh, Ross isn't here, and I'll obviously answer as well. Um, the upcoming Hibs game—they're looking at trialing uh, fans back in the stadium. However, they've said that there's only going to be 300 fans at the stadium. How? What's your solution to get selecting what fans are allowed into the stadium? Well, it's this is a pretty difficult one because I think no matter what the club do, somebody's going to be pissed off. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people have spoke about maybe a ballot system, so it's just you know all season ticket holders or whatever will be entered into a ballot, and it's just luck of the draw. But then, how do you how do you work the the spacing out and um, like kind of family groups and all that? Yeah, that's true. I also seen a suggestion for it's just do it for the first kind of three hundred season tickets that were sold, which I don't really think would be fair at all because you know some people would have been waiting until payday. I think it would be a hundred percent fair because I am number eighty-eight. So <laughs> if you didn't get your season ticket within the first three hundred, go fuck yourself. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Redundancy are for low be damned. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that it's it's difficult because yeah. Like you said, somebody's going to be pissed off either way, and I think I think it's going to come down to a ballot system. Um, there's um, there has been suggestions that um, well, there was a point raised that the club don't actually make any extra money mm-hmm. if they just restrict it to season ticket holders, and instead it should just be you know buying a ticket. I don't but agree with that. I don't think I agree with that I, at all. I yeah, I think if if you know season ticket holders have come out and supported the club and basically helped kind of decide the the budget for the upcoming season, then that would be a massive kick in the teeth, and I, I'd be pissed off with that as well. So yeah, I'd hope they don't go down that route, but 
it's St Mirren. So yeah, I, th- I think the fairest <laughs> way of doing it probably is a ballot with the numbers that have been handed out to the season ticket holders. That being that number, things worked out quite well. But as you said, how do you work families? What happens if um, like your six-year-old child gets their number picked, but you don't? How, how does that work? Are you allowed in, or, or you can't take your family with you? Do you just have to give the ticket up? I never even thought of that until you mentioned that there. So that is a very good point. Um, I wonder if if it would have to be a case of if if you're interested, register. I don't know your household as as yeah, one. Yeah, maybe. Um, and it's just again luck of the draw that household gets picked, and whether it's one or you know within reason whether it was one or like four or five six people they would get counted in it I don't know and I'm glad I don't have to to make the decision yeah it's going to be a very very tough decision to make and how to work it all out and knowing well I was going to say knowing someone that may be unfair knowing Scottish football no matter how much work's put into it it's going to end in absolute failure something's going to go wrong it, 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 all 3,000 will be accepted and then they'll have to go oh shit or something 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 will go wrong however I have another solution now, I have been playing a lot of, uh, if anyone has a PlayStation, the now uh, Fall Guys. And um, <laughs> essentially, it is like Total Wipeout Takeshi's Castle style game where like 60 folk ha- and then it all leads down to one person. If we manage to do that, but in real life, we're th- like over the 3,000 odd season ticket holders and we whittle it down to 300 through all these kind of trials and tribulations, like running through fake doors, dodging flying balls down the race course we'll set it up <laughs> that's how i think we should go for it that would be interesting some kind of games tournament uh obviously uh, obviously got to sign tournament. obviously got to sign a waiver just to make sure that like any injuries you don't sue the club because i know we have a lot of older fans i know if i ever try to take part in that my leg would break in half so <laughs> <laughs> maybe not fifa i'm shy at fifa as well so throwing the controller at another player that i want cover for that <laughs> Well, I was going to say that I said FIFA tournament, but then I remember when the the lockdown all kicked off and everyone was turning to kind of like e competitions. Did one of the Sutton players not get absolutely pumped off yeah. like a a buddy player or uh, something? Kyle McAllister. <laughs> so he wouldn't be able to get in the ground to play. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> that's, that's, that's how the 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 eleven players have got to get in as well, and Kyle McAllister's <laughs> pumped out because he can't play FIFA. <laughs> he's on the bench. Um, aye. It kind of you've actually you've made me think of another thing as well that when the the club had said that the pay per view access would be like free for se- for season ticket holders for the first I don't know was it three months yeah yeah where if we get to the point that we're you know three and a half months down the line and it's still only three hundred odd people allowed in will we then have to pay for pay per view I don't I don't think they'll do that I think they'll. Oh well, that's a good point. The club's got to make their money, haven't they? So, um, yeah, it has to come to a point that yeah, they need to make extra money somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a completely difficult situation, and I'm glad I'm not in charge of this at all. Or, and I, and I, my my thoughts go out to the person who is. I don't, I don't know if, yeah. it's, if it's Tony Fitzpatrick. Holy shit, we're in for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm sure there's a whole committee based on safety and it'll probably be the SPFL that will work it out with St Mern as well so uh, regardless it'll probably end up being a shit show hopefully it's not hopefully everybody ends up happy which they, we know that we won't uh, um, but we'll we'll move on to the brighter side of the game and uh, and we'll talk about that St Johnson result <laughs> do we have to? Uh, unfortunately when we signed up to the podcast that's that's just the 
We have to take the good with the bad and mostly bad, and that's why we're called Misery Hunters. I where did we start? It was shambolic, would be polite. Yeah, so essentially Goodwin tried to experiment a bit with the tactics because of Shaughnessy missing from the defence. We went out with a 3-5-2 and it just didn't work. It, 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 it was clear it wasn't working within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, it, it was, failed on so many levels. I think um, like Dermis is a, a left wing back. That that was like He's not tracking back enough. That I think they kind of found that exposure there. Uh, I think Danny McNamara, I think it was, that uh, took total advantage of that. And it, I think the 1 0 result flattered us. <laughs> like, it really yeah. did. It really, that first half performance and like, even the first half of the second half was r- atrocious. Like, um, we didn't register a shot until, what, the 70 odds minute? Yeah, if I was, uh, if I was Callum Davidson, I would have been very, very angry. Um, coming in at half time and not being several goals up because mm-hmm. they just they absolutely tore us apart just repeatedly down the wings you know pinging in ball after ball and we were just holding on and if it wasn't for probably the only two players that had a had a, got pass marks would have been Tate and Anik yeah really that, that's um, literally so. the two players I have written down as well Tate and Anik um, uh, Tate I think super strong in that match um, making some vital blockings clearances Headers out the box, like we were really pinned down, and we really weren't dealing with crosses at all as well. It looked like their goal would have came from a cross, which I think eventually did. Then I, I, mm-hmm. I think I blocked out the goal. I didn't even bother watching the highlights. It, I, it came from a cross, and I'm pretty enough. sure it, it. I wouldn't even say it evaded three or four players. It just maybe they really seemed to be busting. I got to get to it at all, um, and then who pops up? But Stevie May. It was always going to be Stevie May, wasn't it? The big yeah, kiwi bastard. Um, you seen that video of how he's the kiwi? <laughs> Eh? Have you seen the video of meeting the kiwi? Meeting the kiwi? Eating the kiwi. Eating the kiwi? I said meeting the kiwi. <laughs> what the fuck New Zealand got to do with this? <laughs> um, no. Uh, unbelievable. I'll send you after this. I might put it on Twitter if anyone wants to see it. It is glorious. It's probably the best thing he'll ever do in his career. Is a video does, of him on Instagram eating a kiwi. Does he know peel or something? He uh, is. Uh, no matter what, Don't I, say, spoil it. I won't Don't spoil, spoil it. it. I won't spoil it for you. <laughs> Go out there and search Stevie May Kiwi video. You'll find it. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> it's that bad. Uh, resorting to this random video. R- from R- Richard Tate. Years. Yes, or Richard Tate is that guy on Instagram on Twitter. Richard Tate. <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely. I have slight fear about this Richard Tate deal because he's performing so well for us. And Motherwell are doing so bad. I just don't want another sort of Kurt Broadfoot thing to happen where like he pays his own way out to go back to Motherwell because they need him. Aye. I don't think I don't I don't scumbag. No. I don't everything that he's said so far, I don't think he's that type of player. I mean he left Motherwell because they tried to change the original agreement that he had with them. So Mm. I'm I'm thinking that he might be like he's not a Kurt Broadfoot style player. And I'm hoping out on that, but I have I think it's just years of disappointment and hurt that's like Whiffs at Murn, good things don't last long, and Richard Tate is certainly the good thing of this season so far. Aye, aye, you don't expect it to last, but no, it was um, back to the performance, it was just dreadful. It was like you said, we barely had a shot on goal until what was it, the 70 something minute? It was like 76, 78 or something. Um, and I mean, when you're looking at the stats, I think we looked at it maybe 10 minutes before the end of the game, and it was like 17 to nothing, and I think they, it finished. 
21 shots for St Johnston and four or five for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and those four or five all came in the last kind of 10 minutes. That's like against the old firm to, you know, give up 21 shots is bad. Mm-hmm. But against St Johnston, with all due respect, is it's pathetic. I'd go as far as to say it's the worst I've seen us play under Goodwin. Yeah, without a doubt, that is the worst performance I think we've seen under Goodwin. Um, mm-hmm. Worst performance we've seen in a long time. Um, it was I, everything about it was just bizarre. Yeah, absolutely bizarre. And to come back to this point again, I think we've mentioned this quite a few times, but we kept just giving the ball away far too yeah. cheaply. Yeah, we're far um, too casual on the ball at certain moments. I understand, like trying to cam play down and not just hoof it up the park. So Bika, uh, however, there, there you've got to find the balance between that. And just spending too long on the ball or taking maybe too many touches or, or just not being aware of your surroundings and or so many sloppy passes. It's like I, I think the, the the instructions out there is take your time, but they're not they're taking too much time essentially. Yeah, take your time, but look at what's happening around you. Yeah, um, I'm hoping this I... this is just lesson learned. Like still early enough in the season, um, we're still top six. Like, I understand there's teams around about us that may have a game in hand, or we have a game in hand, but it's against Celtic. So you can't really, like, hold on to that too much. But I'm, I'm hoping lessons have learned a wee bit here. I think even Goodwin even said that it was a tactical gamble um, that didn't pay off. I mm-hmm. think we've learned that we can't play Dermis as a, as a wing-back. Jamie McGrath is much more suited to um, the number 10 role rather than a winger. Um uh, kind of put when we're going back to like the shots on target to put into perspective we had four shots against rangers and we had round about the same against st johnson and that shouldn't be the case because no like, it should absolutely not no um I, I i will say that i felt as if the we did improve very slightly when cammy mcpherson came on yeah um, and when we obviously shuffled the, the formation around back to something that resembled not a fucking mad dictator of a manager <laughs> trying something just crazy that, that never would have paid off but um, I mean when I say it, we improved we went from 0 out of 10 to 1 out of 10 yeah um, but just I hope we never attempt that again on the flip side if it had worked we'd have all been calling Jim Goodwin an absolute genius for yeah. pulling it off and no one's seen it coming mm-hmm. um, but it just I it did feel like we'd shifted the whole formation around to so Shaughnessy being out and shoving Foley back and no giving Jack Baird a sniff. This whole thing with Jack Baird, like, um, uh, do you know what? I'll get on to him in a wee bit. I'll get on to Jack Baird in a wee bit. It does seem like rather than playing three at the back, I think if we just... Because um, in the midfield, we had Foley and Sharon. They are both defensive midfielders. They work best as mm-hmm. defensive midfielders. They sh- I really feel that you should have just kept the formation exactly the same against Ross County because it was working. We know Sam Foley's a good centre-back. Play him at mm-hmm. centre-back and don't we don't need to go to a back three. We can still have the back four with um, Marcus Fraser. Obviously, Fraser picked up an injury later, but apparently it was just a dead leg and he moved back for Hibs. Um, mm-hmm. But like with Fraser and um, uh, Tate like left-back and right-back, and you would have McCarthy and Foley at centre-back, we, we played that. Like, well, we had... Foley and uh, MacArthur, MacArthur, McCarthy, um, at centre back last season, and it worked well. Mm. I, d- I don't understand why we just didn't 
goal like we did against Ross County because in the first half up until that sending off we were the much better team we were very attacking and it was working well and St Johnson really were there for the taking they have not started well towards this season they've not really been scoring goals but we gave them so much of the ball and we just didn't keep it well ourselves and let them attack us uh, other like I, I don't think anyone as we said other than Anakin um, Tate really got past marks Obika was really poor as well and I yeah. I am a massive fan of Obika I think he adds a lot to our squad he's big he's strong he holds the ball up well um, his goals are vital for us but he just couldn't control the ball this game and like I understand when you're hoofing the ball up to him all the time that he's not going to get in the end of everything but when he did get on the end of stuff it was literally just bouncing away from him and he wouldn't be able to control it and I don't know if that was just like um, the way the game was going that heads were dropping and like he's just getting frustrated at how little chances that he's getting that when he does get a chance he's just snatching at it and it's not coming out well for him yeah aye to be hoofing it up all the time to Beaker doesn't really work either um, I think the midfield need to be stepping up a wee bit there too mm-hmm. and didn't apparently help out because I thought we were really really weak in the middle um, going back to us just giving the ball away too much just being we were second to everything it felt it was one of the games where you just yeah, about 10 minutes in it felt as if we knew the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, aye, really, really disappointed in it. No one's seen that coming and hopefully we never go back to 3-5-2 again because I, I think I would just fucking turn it off, to be <laughs> honest. I paid seventeen fifty for that and I'm still angry. Ah, well, I watched it free on YouTube. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to whoever put that up. Um, and I didn't have any commentary as well, which I heard that people were having problems with the sound issues where the sound was ahead of the game and all that kind of thing. I mean, was I think at one point it was a good ten fifteen seconds ahead, which I could would be here all day if I um, brought up my issues with Stream Digital again. <laughs> um, fucking useless cowboy mob. So that they are. <laughs> we got to see a little bit more of Christian Dennis and uh, Dylan Connolly. Uh, they both had glimpses when they came on. Um, Christian mm-hmm. Dennis had a good turn and shot at goal, went straight to the keeper, but it was a shot on target, and you know that was more than what half the team done last, uh, d- like during the rest of the game. And even moments when Connolly came on, um, and even though it was one tiny part of the play, it got me quite excited of what he could actually bring to the team. And it was I can't remember. I think it was Dermis over hit a cross, and it looked like it was going out. And like um, the St. Johnson player was uh, was running to usher it out, and he just sprinted right by the St. Johnson player, stopped the ball before it went out. Unfortunately, the St. Johnson player got the ball, but he was quick and strong enough to hassle the St. Johnson player to end up winning a throw in. Um, and then something we've not really seen in a while: um, a pacey winger who will fight for all the balls not like a Marias who'll run and kid on that he'll get to it and go and fall and go oh nah, damn it maybe next time but at least he gave it his all and just that one tiny glimpse has got me excited for what we might see after he's got a few more games under his belt for us and maybe a start next week who knows right. I think I think yeah we could be doing something like that let's get like you said a bit of pace and also a wee bit of dig about them because yeah we either end up with a Marias type that just gives up or um, the McAllister type that um, thoroughly tries he ends yeah, up just running into someone or doesn't bother goes I'm not getting that um, right. as we were mentioning about Jack Baird what are your mm. opinions on Jack Baird like um, I, I, he clearly doesn't have a future at the club I don't understand the outcry for him to get a game on that I've seen on Twitter like I, I do remember him playing for us like yeah he can 
he is a centre back and we know what we'll get for him. So if I guess if you're resulting to three five two, why not have that option? But I think he's clearly not in Goodwin's plans. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's good enough for the Premier League. I, he get found out quite a lot um, uh, in games for us in the past in the Premier League. I mean, he went out on loan last season in the Championship, and the Morton fans loved him. Uh, I think he's a Championship player. Like, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm happy. That, well, I'm not happy that he's not playing. Um, <laughs> that's that. That's not what I mean. Like, um, I understand. Good when trying to gamble and change the formation, but I'd still rather see Sam Foley as centre back than I would Jack Baird. Yeah, well, I don't disagree with that. I think it it seems as if he's getting treated really harshly. To that can't do much for a boy's confidence to mm-hmm. be sat in the bench. the The formation gets shuffled around a midfielder who's you know a good centre back in his own right, but a midfielder who gets pulled into centre back in your position. What's that doing to Jack Baird? Yeah. Um, I think it's a wee bit cruel, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I wonder if he is, we know he's off and he's just hanging around to kind of make up the numbers. Um, I would agree that I don't think he's a Premiership standard player. Um, I certainly would not be clamouring for clamouring, clamouring for him to start a game um, unless we're in the situation we're in the now with um, you know limited options. Uh, I know Fraser's just got a dead leg and he should be back, but if if we lost Fraser, if we lost uh, Sean, I say again, a red card, what do we do? Do we eventually give Jack Beard a shot? Yeah. Do we sign someone else to cover it? But um, someone, I can't remember the guy's name to give him credit, but someone put it quite well on Twitter a while ago, was that Jack Beard tends to make a very good save and tackle, but it's usually only as a result of making the mistake in the first place. <laughs> that is a, is a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Another player that might feel a little bit hard done by, but maybe we've kind of overlooked it slightly, when Marcus Fraser came off, we could have ushered um, Richard Tate back to right back, went mm. to a back four and brought on Ethan Erehon. Right, I know he's a, more of a midfielder, but we have used him as a left back before, and he knows how to do a job there. Like, um, I'd rather put Jack Baird at left back. <laughs> no, well, with, <laughs> with Ethan at left back, it allows you to push the wingers up a bit further. Mm. Um and that could have been an option that we also didn't take and we would have got to see Richard Tate play in his actual natural position because um, he has a right back, we've been playing him at left back and then we played him in like the left side of a back three as well so he's not really had a chance to play in his position uh, especially with the way the crosses were happening and stuff the, the defence were getting quite stretched and if we'd resulted in a back four putting Ethan, Ethan Erehon on it might not have resulted that way but I don't know yeah, um, I think either way we definitely need an extra body in now because it's just got me really worried when Fraser limped off and um, coming back to the, the Shaughnessy red card if, if this situation comes up. I've, I know we're still in this position weirdly where the, the transfer window's open until October um, but I think we should be looking, if Jack Bear's not going to get a shout in, we should be looking at another player that's going to come in and slot anywhere across the back four um, as a, a squad option obviously not yeah. as a you know, our first pick. It's got, it's going to be difficult, I think, to do that, and because for someone to come in as a backup if Jack Baird isn't the option, uh, do the club have the wage structure there available to bring in another player? And if it's a loan, who there's not going to be many clubs that will loan out players to have a backup role. They'll be loaning them out to give first team football. So 
it's a difficult position to fill. Maybe if Jack Beard does eventually leave the club, um, I understand a few people on Twitter were, sh- were shouting that if, if we've got no use for him, we should just let him go. But that's a bit mm-hmm. difficult because he's still under contract. We would need to pay off his contract. Like You would need to get Jack Beard to sit there and say, right, I'll move on for free. And maybe... like. Not many people would want to do that, and it's understandable you wouldn't want them, want to leave for nothing, um, mm-hmm. especially if maybe you've been offered out. Like, guarantee he's been offered out and loan, and no one's really made a bid yet. I don't know if that's players still or teams still try to assess their squads before there is the return in October. We might see movement closer to then, or like maybe Morton are looking for somewhere more, um, like. Better. Not better. Um, <laughs> like an actual player to come in and sign, not a loan player, something a bit more permanent. That's what I mean. Uh, and they probably yeah. don't have the funds to sign them uh, at this moment in time either. Uh, it's a difficult one uh, for Jack Beard in the position that he's in. I don't know if it, maybe his contract's up at the end of this season or if he's got another one because I know he's a young player and we tend to put mm. young players on much longer contracts. So I don't actually know when he's contracted till. But I can. It's, it's a tough decision, uh, tough position that he finds himself in. Uh, however, I do think him, he'll probably get his loan move closer to the time. I reckon you're tracked to there. He probably will move on, and it's it's maybe got a lot to do with, like you say, squads. Just uh, teams just assessing their squad right now. I don't think any teams will be wanting to sign players too early and have to pay them when they can avoid doing that until a week or two before their season kicks off. So I, I would fully expect them to be, you know, end of September, if mm-hmm. not before, to be gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we. Oh, another loss, which was today uh, behind closed the go- uh, I can't even speak. A behind closed doors <laughs> game against Hearts. Uh, do not know what the starting lineup was. Um, it was reported on Twitter by the St Martin DJ that eight out of the fifteen uh, players that made an appearance were academy graduates. So I'd, I'm guessing Jack Beard probably would have got a shot against Hearts then today. Like um, from the pictures that I saw, I saw Connolly played. I saw Christian Dennis played. Um, Kyle McAllister obviously played. He scored the goal. Um, so but it, by what sounds it was a much younger squad so it sounds like we are testing some of our younger players probably in case we lose more players throughout the season yeah we might be in that position where we're going to just have to get a couple of younger players to step up is, um, is it young Nick McAllister that plays across the back oh I can't I, I generally I couldn't tell you I'm sure it is, but yeah, I would be expecting that we're, we're going to bring up one or two youths just with the you know the the budget that's going to be available and the size of the squad. But then, likewise, Goodwin has been talking about um, potentially dipping into Ireland again mm-hmm. to bring across another player or two. So I wonder if we're going to see more movement on that front over the next few weeks. Yeah, I still don't really know if like the Thorvaldson leaving freed up an extra player or that freed up for Connolly to come in. Yeah. Um, not really had much word on that and if there is I'm sorry and tweet is that shows where we're wrong um, but I'm surprised that more wasn't made out of this game especially the kind of rivalry that we've got between the two clubs and like if Murner needed money if this was put on bloody pay-per-view say a fiver to watch it well, the people would have paid <laughs> I had to probably start doing a fiver to I was to off today I would have watched it I mean, I wouldn't, because I would have been working at the time, but... You would have had your, on your phone. You're working from home. No <laughs> one's there to watch you. <laughs> I have your pre-screens. <laughs> you could have easily watch that. Um, it's, it's quite good to see that they, they had a full team out, and we didn't. And to come away as just a 2-1, it 
it's not too bad. It isn't too bad. Um, and from what I can hear, Kyle McAllister had a decent goal, uh, curled it into the corner. Craig Gordon was in goals as well. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully we get to see a little bit more of him attacking in the next couple of games coming up, especially against Hibs. Uh, I feel as if we've been waiting for that to happen since the start of the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did, he did have a... He did contribute to the goal, I guess, I guess against uh, Ross County, but... Um, Aye, he's not done a great deal this season so far. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it in the last podcast, maybe uh, the addition of Dylan Connolly uh, will keep him on his toes a bit. And I think mm-hmm. I, I would expect to see, well, especially with the, the, the fitness issues McAllister's had, and we can clearly see that he can't last 90 minutes. Like he, he's as a player that you can always see looks tired as the game goes on. So even like swapping him and uh, Connolly at certain stages where you start Connolly and then bring McAllister on in the second half and vice versa might work out for in our favour. So um, A good option to have. Yeah, it definitely would be. Uh, and moving on to a game that we haven't actually played in a while, but I'm excited it's back and I'm excited back because it's this. Hello, I'm Stephen Thompson. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I got that fixed today. That's <laughs> uh, that's a surprise. Yeah. I can tell by your face. Hold on. Hello, I'm Stephen Thompson. Who the fuck are you? I just like that wee bit then. Who the fuck are you? Very aggressive. <laughs> I like it. I Very uh, cathartic. <laughs> so, are you ready for this? Hi. Uh, I'm terrible at this. So, uh, Have you got totally one right so far? Hey? Have you got one right so far? I know Ross has uh, got one. Uh, hi. 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 Who? Who? Most. I think the last <laughs> time we did this was February when I was away. Yeah, that is true. Um, no, you done one during lockdown, and I won it, and you get angry. But then I didn't get Alan Reid after <laughs> it. <laughs> ah, there you go. You never told me to prepare one. I'd have done one for you. Oh well. Uh, anyway, I was born the twenty eighth of July, nineteen seventy nine. So I'm forty one at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I received three Scotland under twenty one caps in the year nineteen ninety nine two thousand season. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was also an internationalist, and he scored f- he scored two goals in forty five games for his country. Okay. At St. Martin, I played sixty four games, scoring two goals. Still nothing. Okay. No. Uh, I joined Millwall in two thousand and three. Oh. Next clue. Uh, yes <laughs> I was released a year later uh, and after failed trials at Queen of the South and St Johnson I signed for Peters Hill are you looking at your phone? no <laughs> get, your no, eyes up, phone get, is... get your eyes up at that screen yeah <laughs> I'll check it on the ground <laughs> Am I running out of clues? No way! I've got three more clues, and one of them you don't stop. Stop. If I've got this right, I'm sure I actually worked at the same company as this guy. Obviously, post Sitman career. Is it Sergio Baltacha? It is, it's Sergio Baltacha. Yes. <laughs> well, well done. The last clue, look, I, I tried to... It was the Millwall thing, it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so was that Sergio cucumber. Sergio Baltacha was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I was saying, so was that cucumber, the, the reason why Ross wasn't here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, 
I, I tried to leave out the f- the country that his dad played for. I put in the Scotland under twenty one caps to see if you'd think of us another Scotland player that played. Uh, the clues that I didn't say was he retired from football in two thousand and five, and then oh, the one I, I think you would have definitely would have got was that he comes from a very sporting family. His mum was a pentathlete, and his sister was British number one at tennis. Uh, I think that one. Yeah, and. Um, one of the other things, uh, well, I was going to put in a clue and then I thought, no, nah, I'll just talk about it after. I One of my memories of Sergio Baltacha, and I can't remember if it was Clyde or Airdrie because I remember that both Broadwood and that Excelsior Stadium kind of looked similar. And I can't remember if there was a stand behind the goals because if, I don't think there was, so it probably was Clyde. I mean, he only scored two goals for us and we got a free kick outside the box. And um, I remember Sergio Baltacha lining up to take it. And I don't think he really hit our free kicks. He might have mm-hmm. uh, hit more. And someone that was sitting next to me was like, well, actually, it was my stepdad turned around to me and went, he's scoring this. I had a dream last night. He scored this free kick into the top corner. And that's exactly what he did. And it was just one of the one of the weirdest. And that, for some reason, something that's always stuck with me. And that is my memory of Sergio Baltacha. His bleach blonde hair and that free kick. That free kick. Which was uh, either against um, Clyde or Airdrie. I think it was Clyde. Aye. A pretty random dream, and I do hope he didn't hit all our free kicks if he only ever scored two goals for us. <laughs> I don't think he did. I think it was. I think there was a few people at the time going, Sergio Baltacha, he's hitting it. Who's the, who's the last decent free kick taker we had? Malin. Uh, Malin, Graham Carey. Is McAllister a good free kick hitter? I mean, no. He's, no, no. <laughs> fair enough. Lappin. Simon Lappin, yeah. He, Maybe. I can't remember. I'm sure. T- tweet is your favourite free kick takers for the past 10 years. But yeah. <laughs> uh, that is all for this week. Uh, or no, well, is it all for this week or should we talk about the Hibs game in two weeks' time? <laughs> or a week's time? Um, oh, God. I'm, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it or dreading it. Sean is um, still out. It's a three match ban, isn't it? He's got. Um, is it because I, I I've seen I've seen three? somebody saying that it's he's straight back in the squad. I've seen somebody saying there's a two match ban. I've seen somebody saying there's a three match ban. Does anyone actually know? It's a straight red, not a three match. I don't know the two match. Oh, I can't remember. I, like, I, I don't know. Well, that's a nice surprise. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe they won't. Be. <laughs> if it's a three match ban, he misses uh, Celtic as well, does he not? Because that yeah, get rearranged yeah. for the sixteenth. Yes, it is, and that's a double game week on the the fantasy football. So. Oh, it's getting tight at the top as well. It is like I've like generally I don't know what's happened. Like I ran away in like most leagues that I was in. I'm now like joint with you in the the misery hunters league. In my work league, I'm, I think there's only a twenty point gap. At one point, I think it was like sixty. And uh, in my league with um, all my American pals and one English guy, I'm now third. And I, I don't. I, I think that's slightly embarrassing. I mean, the person that above me. Um, uh, Eric is a massive like statistician and does it all for the baseball and stuff like that. So I imagine he's done his research and I'm I'm okay losing mm-hmm. him. Um, it's the other two Americans in the league that are below me. I don't want them catching up with me. So I need to kind of have a proper look at this. Um, but yeah, it's hard to kind of preview with the Hibs game. Don't really know if Shaughnessy's back. I'd, I'd imagine he's not. I think he's got more than one match suspension, especially for this because it was. The tackle as well, that kind of tackle usually carries a three-match suspension. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine that's that would be the case. Um, you've also got Ryan Flynn and um, McGuinness back training, mm-hmm. looking for I think that, I don't know if we'll see them in the Hibs game, but maybe even appearance on the bench. McGuinness is 
they've been kind of hinting, putting videos up on 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 social media of him. So I don't know if maybe he's due back soon. But good to see I him. Think back. They said the last time I seen it, they said six to eight weeks, and that was about three weeks ago. So I maybe maybe too soon, but. I'd, yeah, I, w- I, w- I, wouldn't ru- I wouldn't rush him back, but at least we do have him and Flynn coming back eventually. And if they stay yeah. injury free, that is another two, like more or less, brand new signings for us. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Aye, we'll yeah. see what happens. But right, right now, I'm expecting a pounding unless we we don't turn up down three five two. Another reason why uh, Ross wasn't here. He was expecting a pounding, and it went wrong. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah uh, right we'll call it at that we'll call it I think that's plenty uh, thanks for listening remember follow us on Twitter rate us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us our merch is available uh, we will be getting our stuff soon and we'll put up on social media so you can have a proper look at what what we've got available and there'll be more lines added very soon and as always fuck Alex Ray and Wakanda forever <laughs> fuck Alex Ray Wakanda forever Fuck Stevie May. <laughs> bye bye. Hello, I'm Stephen Thompson. Who the fuck are you? Sports Social Podcast Network.